Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Jake and Damien here from the High Performance Podcast. And we thought what we would do with the Women's World Cup is just bring you a collection of some of the conversations that we've had over the past few years with a man who has coached the Lionesses, but also three women who've been at the centre of the game. Yeah, we've got some great archive clips today to listen to from Phil Neville from when he was in charge of the Lionesses, the brilliant Alex Scott, who was a stellar player for England and then became a stellar pundit. We've got Jill Scott, a member of the European Championship winning team. Queen of the Jungle. And the amazing Steph Harton. Okay, let's start then with Steph. When she joined us on High Performance, we had an awesome conversation. Here she is. When I was younger, there wasn't that much of a legacy and there wasn't that much to kind of um, aspire to be. Um, whereas now I know that I've I've been a part of a legacy of women's football over the last 10, 12 years. I think I think back to the Olympics in 2012, I think that was probably a biggest watershed moment for women's football to get that many people watching on telly and at the stadium and for us to go and win um, was unbelievable and that really put women's football on the map and I look back to 2015 when we won bronze medal in Canada. Never, ever expected. We didn't expect to go and get anything, but to come home with a medal and know that everybody's watching back home and knowing when you come back that you have been and living in a little bit of a bubble and people are actually knowing your name and wearing your shirt, which was a special feeling. So I think there's so much more we can achieve, but I'd like to know that we have been a part of something special over the last few years. So that was Steph Horton. Now let's hear from Jill Scott, England's Roman midfielder and a star of the European Championship winning team. When we got to the final, I always remember we said, look, we know what we want to do. We want to inspire a nation. We want to get the crowd behind us. We just want to leave women's football in a better place. And I remember by that semi-final, when we won it, I felt like we'd done that. The crowds were so supportive. Even the first day at Old Trafford, I felt like, you know what? We don't have to bang the drum about women and girls playing football. It's like we can actually just go out and enjoy this tournament. And I feel like that's what happened. And going into that final, I didn't feel like we were under pressure to win it because I felt like we'd already won in a sense. I'm like, we've got 90,000 people that we've given an opportunity to see an England-Germany final. Yeah, obviously the gold was going to be the icing on the cake, but there was no pressure that day. It, it was weird. The final whistle goes. Yeah. You've won the Euros. You've done it on home soil. Oh. You've played your part. What goes through your mind? I've still got goosebumps now when you say that. I have, literally, what are you telling me? Literally. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, you know what? I ran straight over to Kiva, who'd been playing, obviously, centre midfield. And I think I just gave her the biggest hug. I thought she was absolutely fantastic throughout the tournament. And I think I just said, I just love you. Thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, I can't even put them feelings into words. I really can't. I was like, just won the Euros. And I stayed out on that pitch for about two hours after. I was like, I just <laughs> don't want to leave this moment. But... Yeah, you just you don't want to give cliche answers, but it's like everything that you've ever wanted just happened. But you know what? The biggest thing now is I don't reflect on that moment as much. Like, as I say, I haven't watched the game back, but I'm just so happy that now we have a bit of fight and talk as young girls and like women that, oh, girls can't play football. Well, actually, we're one of, one of you, Rose. And I think them young girls can just step into the school field and, and they can play with the boys and there'll be girls playing as well. And there's just no questions asked. And I get so many dads coming up to us and some of them will go, can I get a picture for my daughter? And the mate will go, he hasn't got a daughter. But <laughs> there's so many that come up to us and they're like, you know what, my daughter plays now. And they're like, I'm going to kill you because I've got to stand on the side of the pitch now because I've got my son on the morning and then my daughter on the afternoon. And honestly, it just makes us like so happy. Oh, it was so good to chat to Jill Scott. Also, she makes a great coffee. <laughs> she has her own coffee shop, doesn't she? Yep, in Manchester. Absolutely. The best city in the world after Norwich. Um, so as well as hearing from Jill, we also spoke with Alex Scott. I mean, this was an incredibly moving and brave conversation that she shared with us. Here's Alex. My version of high performance, I'm really big on mindsets, to be honest. So I think the difference between being a good athlete or in that bracket, the high performance part is about that mindset that takes you to that next level to be really elite and keep you there performing yeah. at such a high performance, um, which I think is coming out more and more in the sport world and not even just in sport world, I think in business, like how can you tap into things to help, you know, keep you there? So where did that mindset come from then? Are we talking about, you know, an 11 year old Alex Scott who was like mentally solid and stable <laughs> and pushing herself to the limit? Or as we often find with people, is this a process of growth? I would say it's a process of growth and for me, understanding myself more. But I think when I go back to where I grew up in East London, playing in a football cage, it, there was kind of a survival instinct in there, you know, having to fight for my place in the football cage with the boys, having to prove people that I was good enough and having a dream that I wanted to get beyond that football cage. So I think there was a lot of elements in that. And I think you throw in on top of that fear, fear of being stuck or fear of not being able to look after myself. I always say that you know, I managed to get 140 caps for England. And sometimes you'd have teammates or people assuming that you were the favourite. That's why you got picked. But I actually, every game I played for England had a strong element of fear that it would be my last, that it was taken away, that I had to go out and be the best because, you know, I might not get picked for the next game. I think that's a really powerful thing to share with people because people see you and assume there's no fear because life's successful. Mm -hmm. What about the Alex Scott sitting in front of us today? How prevalent is fear in the life you live now it's always there and to be honest I think that's what keeps me going working so hard because it's always that I've got to prove people that I'm good enough or flip that as well as I don't want to let anyone down that's then showed that faith in me to put me in a position or given me a job or picked me in the first team for Arsenal so it's both it's that fear and I've got to, you know in my performance thank someone for for believing in me and seeing some something in me 
So we've heard from three players. I think we should hear from a coach. And actually, before we hear from Phil Neville, he gave us probably the greatest summary of high performance we've ever heard, didn't he? Yeah, so we met Phil opposite the Old Trafford football ground where he first made his name and where him, his brother and a few others from that generation have set up a hotel. And he told us that high performance to him is doing the best you can with what you've got in the moment you're in. And that was very much what he was describing to us of what he was trying to instill in the Lionesses when he was in charge there. Here he is. This is what happened when Phil Neville spoke to us on the podcast. Until you've lived in the shoes, you never know how they're going to feel. And I went into the uh, women's job and and my sister... My sister used to say all this and that and the other, and used to say, ah, get on with it, you'll be all right. Oh, you were on the telly last week, you'll be all right. Yeah. And then when you're actually living in the shoes of a female athlete, you think this is not right. The, the prejudice, the, the homophobia, the, the sexism, the, 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 the lack of equality. Every single day is a fight. Every single day you think you're winning, then you take us two steps back. Every single day you, you fight you fight like you possibly can to make things better for a group of girls that are the most unbelievable group of people I've ever, I've ever been involved in all my life. And some days you win, some days you lose. And it's, it's until you hear the obstacles, the, and and like I say, when I was a footballer, my sister used to come home from these camps and she used to go to training on a Sunday morning in East Grinstead, three hours there, three hours back. Oh, well done. How are you doing? Good session. But actually, you look back now and think, how ignorant. Ignorant was me and my brother to, like, actually what she was going through. Why, why didn't we put a driver on for her, <laughs> you know? Why don't we put a driver on for her? Why, why, don't, we, why, why, don't, we, why don't we fund fund something a little bit better back then that they're now getting now? But because you're not in the shoes of that yeah, person, because maybe. you're not in the shoes of a female... Uh, you just never know. You just never know. And, and, I, and, and I can actually sort of like relate now to people saying, oh, we've made great strides. Oh, we're doing okay. Well, actually, there's still, still my girls are fighting every single day now. We were winning. We, for two years, we were beginning to break down barriers. I think we've took a massive step back now and people have forgot female sport. No netball, no hockey, no female sport played for the last three to four months. Not even on the agenda of any boardroom in any sport, yeah. in any industry. Correct. And I'm like, to change that, you're going to have to change at the top. You're going to have to change at the top. You're going to have to get people, you're going to have to get females, you're going to have to get uh, black people on the boards before it starts infiltrating down. So I'm going on it from a point of doing that. It's been the biggest learning experience ever. When, when In my first camp, normally when you, you get a new, uh, new player in, you sing a song and everyone films it and it's, they stand up there and they speak about their career, their life, their obstacles. And literally there was one girl, Abby McManus, I never forget. She stood up there. She told the journey. I had tears in my eyes, tears in my eyes about the journeys, the, the fact that she was a, she was a kit lady. Then she got changed and went out onto the pitch, then came back in and washed everyone's kit. And I was like, that didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? But, but we were ignorant to all that because actually people probably didn't care because our lives were okay. So, so now when obviously I'm coming to the end of my time with the Lionesses, I'm thinking I'm not finished with promoting female sports, uh, women's athletes. And, and uh, because ultimately, until you've lived in the arena with, with the most amazing set of girls who, who all they want to do is do the best thing they possibly can for the coach, for the organisation, uh, it, it's been like a breath of fresh air. 
So there you go, Phil Neville on the High Performance Podcast. Oh, I'm cheering on the Lionesses, you know, this summer. Do you think they can? I think so. I think, the, as we often say, confidence comes from evidence and they've got plenty of evidence that they're capable. Yeah, and you know, people are often saying, when is Serena Wiegmann coming on High Performance? Can I just point out, not only have we asked, we've asked five or six different people. We've tried to attack this from numerous different routes. Like, we will not rest until Serena comes on High Performance and tells us how she turned around the mindset and the results of the Lionesses, will we? No, we won't. But I think the fact that we haven't quite yet been able to get her on is an indication of her laser-like focus on the task in hand. And hopefully once she can reflect on a successful World Cup campaign, she might give herself a little bit of time to come and share those insights. Serena, the door is open. Damo, thank you very much. And for you listening, we'll see you soon for plenty more from the High Performance Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.